you are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of Locked On NFL Podcast. This episode is brought to you by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design makers have each produced a uniquely beautiful diamond ring, launching exclusively on January 18th at Blue Nile. This exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings launches on January 18th, and you can preview it exclusively at BlueNile.com. And on today's episode of the Locked On NFL podcast, we are going to review the Monday night football game where whatever is left of Big Ben and the Steelers have lost to the 3-10-1 Cincinnati Bengals. We'll pick up the pieces from that. We'll also talk about the Pro Bowl rosters. We have our snubs and our dubs for the Pro Bowl rosters, things we think it got right, things we think it got wrong. And then, of course, we will wrap it out with Championship Weekend on the Tuesday Fantasy Forum here on the Locked On NFL Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And Ross, let's start out with the 24-17 Cincinnati Bengals W over the Pittsburgh Steelers. What is going on with Pittsburgh? How, what do we make of the Steelers now? They lost three in a row. I know. I feel like at, at one point you kind of have to start to let a little bit of concern creep in about the Pittsburgh Steelers who went 11 and 0 and now they've lost three in a row, you know, and, and we kind of talked a little bit before it's where, you know, the first two losses were like, okay, like those teams at least make a little bit right. of sense. Washington is strong at exactly where the, the Pittsburgh Steelers yeah, struggle with kind of how rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, exactly. And then their, their second loss, you know, was, one that made a lot of sense the surgeons are good buffalo team that you're uh, that we know that you like a lot right now and yeah. he's uh as the season winds down but then to drop a divisional game here to the hapless cincinnati Bengals starting Ryan Ryan Finley Finley, Finley. <laughs> right at quarterback <laughs> i mean yeah maybe there is a little bit of a reason to be concerned about the pittsburgh sealers here as they round out their season yeah, and I think a huge reason that this one happened was the the, the Cincinnati secondary, just mm-hmm. pass breakups all over the, the, the field. William Jackson and Darius Phillips made a ton of huge plays in this game that really helped to stifle a lot of those, those Ben Roethlisberger throws. And some of it is quarterback accuracy too, right? If a, a right. wide receiver beats a corner, quarterback goes and throws that, but if they throw it inaccurately, they bring the cornerback into play. Suddenly it looks like a much better play than what that cornerback actually did. But I don't think that explains all of them. And I, I don't think that like, you know, that, that doesn't like excuse everything. William Jackson and Darius Phillips had absolutely excellent games. And that is kind of one of the biggest things you have to do to, to score a big upset is play well at cornerback. Yeah, absolutely. And you saw it, of course, from McKenzie Alexander as well, who had an interception mm-hmm. and then had a beautiful pass breakup on the offensive left sideline. You saw Von Bell get into the action as well. Another piece of that secondary forcing a fumble, really putting a lick on Juju mm-hmm. Smith-Schuster. There were some really, really good moments for that secondary and some good moments for the pass rush as well with Carl Larson putting together, I believe it was five hits or five hurries and then getting some sacks in there. And then you also saw Sam Hubbard get involved late in the game as well forcing some more inaccurate throws, those very inaccurate throws that the secondary was able to to pick up on and, and take advantage of because of the way that the pass rush was able to affect the quarterback. 
And Cincinnati doesn't even hurt their draft position too bad because both Carolina and Atlanta have four wins. This is the third win for Cincinnati. So they actually kind of just had the luxury to get a little bit of a a petty spoiler moment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we always get a little bit, right? We get a little bit. One of those spoilers. We got the New York Jets on Sunday beating the Los Angeles Rams. Now you have this happening. And because the Cincinnati Bengals get this win, the Pittsburgh Steelers drop to third in the AFC and the Buffalo Bills climb up to two after clinching the division earlier in the week. Yeah. So you had this pre-show. So help me out. Cause I'm still a little confused. Yeah. How do the Steelers get back into the one seed? So and have the chiefs not clinch this cause they're up to with two to go. Yeah. So the Steelers can get back into the number one seed. If they went out, the chiefs inexplicably lose out and the Buffalo bills went out as well. It has to be the three-way tie in order for it Pittsburgh to, to get lead. back there. If, if Buffalo goes one and one, this is out. Right. Yeah, Buffalo's got to get the Buffalo's got to get their their wins here. Uh, if they do win, however, it does help them in that week 17 matchup. So if they win this coming week, they'll have this week 17 matchup up against the, the Cleveland Browns. The real right, intrigue, the North is still up for grabs. Right, right. The real intrigue happens if the Browns win against the Jets, which feels likely, and then the Pittsburgh Steelers lose to the Indianapolis Colts. Then that week 17 game is for the division. That would be an awesome game. I, I kind of want that one in prime time, anyways. Even if it's not for the division, there's still a lot of seeding going on, and it's just a cool game mm-hmm. with a, a really old rivalry that's been yeah. pretty one sided <laughs> for a while. But it seems like the Steelers are like falling apart here. I don't know. I still kind of think they can be fine. They absolutely can be. I mean, this is one of those things where like we have seen this happen with playoff teams before. It's where they have this massive loot winning streak coming in. Which playoff teams, Ross? Well, Which ones you know, are you, do you happen I'm to be just referring to? Thinking about the 2009 <laughs> Saints who happened to lose the last three games of their I season. I do spend once. a lot of time thinking about the 2009 season. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Meanwhile, you spend absolutely no time thinking about the 2009 Minnesota Vikings. So what No, happens? I blocked that out entirely. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to more on uh, coming up next year in just a moment. We're going to jump to taking a look at our Pro Bowl uh, teams for the NFL. The Pro Bowl has gone virtual, but they're still able to name the top six players at every position. So we're going to take a look at snubs and we're going to take a look at dubs as well up in our second segment here on the Locked On NFL podcast, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And I think I already know the answer to this question, but are we ready for some football? Because college football right now is heading into the bowl season and there are some big matchups this weekend. The NFL regular season is finishing up and the playoff picture is growing. I guess you can say clearer. It's still pretty convoluted at the moment, but it's getting yeah. there. And there's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust. It's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account and betonline.ag is going to use a promo code for you, locked on, all one word. Just type that in, locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you're going to get a 50% welcome bonus. So for instance, this weekend, or I guess Friday, Christmas Day, big game between our my New Orleans Saints, your Minnesota Vikings uh, on Christmas Day. Right now, the Saints are favored minus six and a half. How are you feeling about that? Horrible. <laughs> Real bad. <laughs> well, if for any reason you want to go ahead and put a bet down on that, maybe maybe for the Saints, perhaps, head over to betonline.ag. <laughs> this is an emotional edge. Sure, that's right. <laughs> make sure to uh, use that locked on code to get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Ross, the holidays are all about giving. 
So I'm going to give you a hot tip. I could earn you a little bit of extra cash Ooh, this right, wonderful right. holiday season. The new Locked On Bets podcast is hosted by Lee Sterling of ParamountSports.com, your boy Q of the Locked On Network. Lee is red hot to start the season, and he shares a lock of the day on every episode. So if you subscribe to Locked On Bets today, wherever you get your podcast, you maybe get a little extra tip. I love it. Man, that Locked On Bets show is a lot of fun, too. It's super quick, super easy, super yeah. digestible. Such a nice little listen in the morning so I could figure out just exactly how much money I'm going to put on the line for that day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the edge we need. That's right. All right, let's talk about these Pro Bowl rosters. So Pro Bowl rosters came out. Everybody, of course, thinks that their favorite player got snubbed. Everybody's really happy for the players that did come in. So let's talk about our snubs and then the dubs. Let's see what the Pro Bowl, the Pro Bowl roster actually got Right. So let's start out with a couple of dubs. I want to start with one that seems pretty obvious, but I still think that because he's in the secondary and when you play well in the secondary, you don't get a lot of attention because they don't right. throw at you. Right. Xavier uh, Howard in mm-hmm. Miami has had a phenomenal season as a cornerback. Really makes me happy that he's getting the recognition that he deserves. And then I'm actually going to throw out a weird one. I'm going to throw out a kicker too, because young way has had an awesome year. Yes. And the fact that he's gotten in there, not only, so not only is he 35 to 36 on his field goals, that's fantastic, but he's kind of an onside kick God. And I think that is awesome <laughs> for a guy that went and played in the XFL, had mm-hmm. to go through minor leagues to get back into the league. Now he's in the pro bowl and, and he's probably carved himself. I mean, you can build as a kicker. You, make the Pro Bowl, you can carve a, a career out of that for a lot of time. I am so happy for Young Ku, and I hope he keeps kicking onside kicks until the cows come home. Oh, absolutely. I think those are great, great selections. I've, I've got two of my own dubs for me as well. One also obvious, but I'm going to shout him out anyway. Tight end Darren Waller from the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, yeah. He's been absolutely insane. 93 catches this season, 967 yards and eight tutties. He has been outstanding so far. And I'm just, I, I love it too, because you know, his story, his battle with addiction, getting back to the end, you know, getting to the NFL and, and, and all the roads that he had to take to get there. And he has been awesome one story. of the, yeah. And he's been one of the most dominant forces in the NFL so far this season. So great to see him up there and uh, a pretty, I mean, you know, the, the tight end position just continues to get better and better and bigger names at that position every year, it seems like. So great to see Darren Waller getting some recognition. And then I'll go to the offensive line. This is kind of my sleeper pick here. Six foot five, three eleven out of the Mississippi State Bulldogs, Elton Jenkins of the Green Bay Packers listed oh, as yeah. a guard, but has played his absolute heart out wherever it is that they've asked him to play. Uh, he's got starts at both left guard and center. And so far on the season has only allowed 12 total pressures. He has committed five penalties, but you know, you let that go with a younger guy. He hasn't committed one in the last seven games of the season however especially when he's locked down like that yeah absolutely and only one sack on the year given up and that was all the way back in week six so he's played an outstanding season so far glad to see him getting some recognition absolutely so i want to kind of stick with that packers offensive line because let's talk about this let's let's get a little spicy here let's yeah, talk about some of the, uh, the hot takes <laughs> Uh, because I want to talk about Corey Lindsley, who might be the best center in the league right now. He mm. is playing out of his skull. And, and it's interesting because you talk about Elton Jenkins, who does make it. And yeah, he gives you the versatility and he's had a plenty good season by his own right. But uh, Corey Lindsley has given up two pressures on the year. That's utterly insane. 
And so I think that's a huge snub. I think, you know, it's really hard for me to come up with any center that deserves to be in the Pro Bowl more than Corey Lindsley, you know, let alone enough to fill out an entire Pro Bowl roster. And then I also kind of want to talk about Calvin Ridley, who's been really, really balling out for uh, for Atlanta. And he's had a couple of quieter games, but like every wide receiver has those. And I think on the whole, the season that Calvin Ridley has put together has definitely been a Pro Bowl caliber one. So I think it's unfortunate. And, you know, the, the snub thing, and it's a popularity contest, and I totally get that. But sometimes there are contracts. Sometimes this goes into, you know, uh, the end of season accolades, end of career accolades and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it does definitely matter when these decisions are made. It's really disappointing for uh, for, for Lindsley and, and Calvin Ridley. Yeah, absolutely. And just real quick on Lindsley, we know that he did get put on the uh, injured reserve with a knee injury, but it was said that it would not end his season. And so he is still very much available for the Pro Bowl. Sure. And should have been uh, should have been there. And I'll name two more players for me that I think absolutely should have been there. And I know he got added to the Pro Bowl ballot a little bit later. He was a couple weeks late in the edition, so I'm not entirely surprised. But I was hoping that he'd be able to catch up because the guy's got 12 and a half sacks on the season. And up until T.J. Watt took the crown on Monday Night Football for the uh, for the league sack leader, he was tied with Aaron Donald for the lead in sacks. Man. And Trey Hendrickson, the defensive end out of the New Orleans Saints, call me. A- homer all you want i don't care you're a homer i I don't care luke you can call me a homer all you want i don't care because the fact of the matter too is that if you look at what he's done and you look at everybody that's surrounding him as well in uh you know at the top of the list in sex all of those guys that are like 10 plus or so are all in the pro bowl trey hendrickson's the only one that's not and you have of course also have guys like um like Chase Young out of Washington, who does not have that many sacks on the season at all and ended up getting a nod to the Pro Bowl. So that's my only thing. Uh, but he's also, look, Trey Hendrickson is not a household name. It happens, but would have loved to have seen him get some love. And speaking of not being a household name, but definitely deserving more love than he's getting, running back James Robinson out of the Jacksonville Jaguars has been absolutely phenomenal. An undrafted uh, free agent making the Pro Bowl. Does it happen? Yes, it does happen. It happened last year, in fact. So there's nothing wrong with him being an undrafted free agent. He can still make it to the Especially pool. running back. And he's uh, and playing at a premier position like that, 240 <laughs> rushes on the season, 1,070 yards and seven touchdowns on the year. He has been absolutely uh, lights out and phenomenal. He's also added a few, uh, three receiving touchdowns at 344 yards through the air as well. Yeah, I know. Uh, we want to hear from you too, you know, to send us your snubs and dubs to send us which, who got snubbed from our snubs that you want us to, uh, to let us, let us know. I look around NFL on Twitter at Ross Jackson, Nola on Twitter uh send it argue with us online about this this yeah yeah just come with the facts that's all we ask is come with the facts Uh, Don't right, on us. That's right. <laughs> please, please dunk on us. Um, so, <laughs> uh, finishing up the show, we're going to be joined by our good friend Kate Majuk at FF Ball Blast on Twitter to look at uh, the you know absolute premier best option in terms of putting together the perfect championship fantasy roster. She's going to tell you who those players are, and we want to know if you've got them. So we've got that coming up for you. But maybe as you're coming into this championship week, you feel like you're up against the wall. Don't worry. Uh, Kate's going to have you covered here in just a moment. But if you're trying to break through any of those other walls, whether it be mental or physical, there's one great way to do that. Go ahead and break through those walls with Built Go from our good friends over at Built Bar. It's an energy gel that's blended with a collagen protein, comes in a one and a half ounce package you can take with you in your briefcase for your most focused presentation ever, your golf bag for the back nine, or just in your pocket to help you get through the day. They come in three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, and Luke, my favorite, 
Chocolate mint. That's the one, chocolate mint. That's my. <laughs> that's the one right there. So go ahead and check them out over at builtgo.com. And don't forget to use the promo code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D. You're going to get 20% off of your next order. Just use promo code LOCKED for 20% off at builtgo.com. Let's go. All right, everybody. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and more around the NFL. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And hey, we are in the Tuesday Fantasy Forum, and it is championship weekend. The stakes could not be higher. So say you're in your championship, you have an injury, maybe a matchup you don't like or something. Uh, we're here with Kate Majuk of Locked On Dynasty, of course, Ross Jackson and Luke Braun. And, and so say you're in that situation where you need to find a replacement for somebody, whether it's an injury or you just want to optimize your matchups. Who, who are we looking for here, Kate? All right. I want to talk about two running backs who are um, so, so, you know, available. So I'm looking at ESPN. Um, I want to talk about Jeff Wilson, first of all, who is available in 50% of leagues right now. Uh, that is ESPN fantasy football. Uh, Jeff Wilson, he has been one of the focuses of uh, head coach Kyle Shanahan with the 49ers. Looks like uh, Raheem Mostert, he's been banged up all season long with an ankle injury. He's just been, uh, he's had a rough go of it. But Jeff Wilson, I do think is going to carry the bulk of the load. And this dude is a touchdown machine. Um, he, he just, he scores touchdowns. He fits the profile of that Kyle Shanahan running back that he likes. Mm-hmm. Where can you find a running back that is available in 50% of leagues? Right. It's Jeff Wilson. Um, other running back that I think we should hit on uh, Daryl Henderson. We have cam Akers, who is already uh, presumed to be out. I don't know if it's official yet, Uh, But for week 16, he will not be touching the ball. That uh, cuts your equation basically in half. Mm -hmm. Who is going to get the early down work uh, for the Rams? I think it's got to be Daryl Henderson. Um, Some other plays that you need to be looking out for. uh, Logan Thomas is actually owned Mm -hmm. in a a very small percentage of leagues compared to what? so happy. (laughs) How? How is he? So he's only rostered in 53% of ESPN leagues. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just just to update that and to confirm, uh, one hour ago, as of the time that we're recording this, at least Cam Akers is expected to meet, to miss week 16 uh, against the Seahawks. You're absolutely wow. right there. Uh, so it's big for Daryl Henderson. And, and you know, we thought that we would have uh, some fun here today, too. And maybe you have the perfect roster already. And we kind of want to put that to the test. So, Kate, give us your perfect roster, maybe a PPR roster going into week 16. And we're going to see how many of our listeners are already uh, either close to that or have achieved that. It's going to be tough. But what would you say is your perfect roster going into this championship week? I absolutely love 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 this challenge um, <laughs> I, so such an interesting question i do want to know mm-hmm. if any fantasy managers out there have this roster i'm gonna go with the chalk play of course for quarterback patrick mahomes going yeah. up against the atlanta falcons giving up the most fantasy points in the league to the quarterback position then we head over to your running back position again chalk but i need to go with Derek henry yeah, He is also going to be worth it in every single DFS format. He was 
very costly. I think he was over $9,000 in DraftKings last week. Um, Derrick Henry uh, had, what, 150 yards and a touchdown, and people were so angry. (laughs) So angry, which is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, This this defense, uh, the Packers can't stop allowing uh 100 yard rushing games like Mm -hmm. it just it doesn't stop and derrick henry is uh the scariest running back of all time and this is gonna sound a little crazy but you gotta go with david montgomery who i love it he's been killing it guys and i am not saying to fall for it do not fall for this in your dynasty leagues uh we've talked about it on locked on dynasty today in fact with marcus Mosier. Now he gets the Jacksonville Jaguars giving up the fifth most fantasy points to the running back position uh, among any NFL team. You gotta, you gotta roll him out there. And I think you can expect at least uh, 80 yards and a score at the very least, which is a nice, very nice floor. I love that. Not bad. I'm going to stick with the bears. You know what? Cause the bears mm-hmm. are going to win you a fantasy championship this season. <sighs> Alan Robinson, who you're going to be like Cole commit. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised guys. It's 2020. It is like, you cannot this, you you can't discount really anything whatsoever, but I'm going to go with the absolute target hog of the NFL. Uh, Every other week for the last four weeks, he's had 13 targets. Guess what? We're in an odd week. So he's supposed to get 13 targets this week. I'm expecting it. Hashtag um, logic and analysis, all of this. Hashtag logic and analysis. You're <laughs> right. Wide receiver one production. He's got insane upside. He's got such a safe floor. I think he's going to win some people, some fantasy championships this week. I'm going to go with Marvin Jones, who is absolutely uh, killing it in the absence of my friend Kenny Galladay. But in his absence, Marvin Jones has actually been able to uh, put up some some good good points. He's had um, two 100 receiving yard games over the last three weeks. I think he's going to continue on that trend. He's been getting, uh, he's had 12 targets in three of his last four games. How hard is it to come up with that kind of target share guys? Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. And you know what? I'm going to roll with it. The bucks have been giving, giving up plenty of yards through the air. Uh, I'm going to roll with TJ Hawkinson. I do think we can go back to him in week 16 for our championship matchup. He's been getting the target share. We, again, like I said earlier, Kenny Galladay, don't expect him out, but I I don't expect him back. Mm -hmm. Um, TJ Hawkinson, he's had a a safe target share, had 80 receiving yards uh, in two of his last four games, uh, a touchdown in one of those four games. I do think that just when you're looking at the tight end position, especially in a PPR format. I'm not sure there are many tight ends that I will trust to get that kind of volume in the NFL Mm. at this point. Very nice. Very nice. So if you have a roster that is close, or if you have nailed that roster, make sure that you tweet it to us uh, as well at Luke Braun NFL at FF ball blast and at myself at Ross Jackson Nola on Twitter. You can also throw Kate a follow while you're at it. Kate, we always appreciate so much. You taking the time to come through and looking forward to another fun week over at locked on dynasty. Best of luck in your championship game this week. Good luck guys. Thanks for having me. All right, y'all, don't forget that we've got Tony and James coming through tomorrow to help get you ready for everything you need for the NFL draft. Maybe you're a Jaguars fan. You definitely want to be tuning in to hear what Tony has to say about the potential of the Jaguars now getting Trevor 
Lawrence at the first pick. Oh my goodness. Ooh. Couldn't line up better. Oh man, it's gonna be good. It's yeah, gonna the be Jazz good. Guy wins is perfect. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's gonna be a lot of fun. So make sure you tune in for the guys. And of course, have a Merry Christmas, a happy new year, and happy holidays to everybody. And uh, Luke and I will see you on Tuesday, but don't forget we are here with you every Monday through Friday here on Locked On NFL, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.